Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the scriptures. My Bible study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Again, welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse walk through the Bible. To everyone who's joining us on Facebook, uh, Facebook Live, I want to welcome you to the program as well. And we thank you for taking the time out of your schedule. Whether you're listening by radio, listening to the archives, listening to the podcast, or listening out on Facebook Live, we thank you for taking the time to study the Word of God with us. Praise the Lord. Now, this is a verse-by-verse walk through the Bible. It's not going to happen overnight or in a one week. or We don't know how long it'll take, but this is the mission that the Lord has given to us right now and given to me to share with you. Hallelujah. Now, we concluded with chapter 1 in our last session. And if you missed any of the creation series from chapter 1, I'd recommend that you go back and listen to the archives of those teachings. It'll be on our uh podcast site. It's called mybiblestudy.life, not .com, .life, mybiblestudy.life, and you can listen to the shorter versions of the episodes there. I'm not going to have you, you know, make you listen to a whole hour-long teaching on the podcast. I've broken it down into three, four different sections. So each session is only about 15, 20 minutes long on the podcast site, mybiblestudy.life. Amen? And it lays the foundation what we concluded last time in chapter 1 is so important. Chapter 1 was so important about the creation days because it lays the foundation upon which we'll be building as we go through the rest of our study in the book of Genesis. Now today we're going to begin in Genesis chapter 2. Hallelujah. Chapter 2 discusses a very important day in creation. It's day 7. A day of rest as established by God Back in the beginning of time, hallelujah. In our previous sessions, we have established the fact, despite the misinformation and the twisted analysis from evolutionists, that God indeed did create everything. So let's begin now in Genesis chapter 2, beginning in verse number 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. Now, the topic we're going to discuss in this passage is the topic of rest. What does it mean God rested? Well, we find elsewhere in Scripture that The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, faints not, nor is he weary. That's in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. We also find Jesus saying, my father works hitherto, and I work. That's in John chapter 5, verse 17. So it's clear that God's rest really has nothing to do with being too tired. It doesn't mean that he stepped back from creation and then stopped all of his interaction with what he had just created. No. It's not what it says. What I want you to see here is one of the six days, God only blessed this one. 
God only blessed day seven. He didn't bless any of the other six. Why is that? Well, the meaning to bless means to celebrate and to adore. He's not celebrating the completion of all his work. He's not celebrating the completion of all of creation. He's celebrating because in day seven, he had rested from all his work. It says the completion of creation is not the focus here. It's God's rest that we are studying. It's God's rest that he is trying to bring through here uh, that we can go ahead and understand what that means. The second point I want to bring out is this is the only day that God sanctified out of the six days. Okay, The meaning of sanctified means to set something apart as sacred. Day seven is specifically different from days one through six. Israel is sanctified from the world. Priests were sanctified from the common Israelites. Day seven is sanctified from days one through six. Each one of those days, if you've been with us, you understand each day was a specific thing that was done. Okay, But day seven is separate from all the other six days. And point three I want to make is there's nothing happening on day seven except rest. That's the only thing happening on day seven. So rest gets a day all to itself. God created more than one thing every single day in the first six days. Even man was created in day six as the same day as all the beasts, all the animals. But only one thing happens on day seven, and that is God rests. Now, the Hebrew meaning of this day is sabbath, and it just means, and he rested. It means to cease. That's in uh, Josiah 5, 12, I believe it is. And uh, to put down, 2 Kings 23, 5, God ceased from all of his acts of creating. And he celebrates the fact that he has ceased from creating everything. It's done. It's finished. And God's sitting back and he's looking at it. Praise the Lord. And he's just resting. He's admiring it. All that he has created. Now, one thing I want you to note also is in the other six days, at the end of each day, day one, two, three, four, five, and six, it says, and God looked at it, and there was a morning, or an evening and a morning of the first day, evening and the morning of the second day, evening and the morning, all the way through day six, but not on day seven. Day seven, the last day, does not have a morning and an evening like the rest of the other days in creation. I'm not going to force anything into the text, so I'm not going to make a big deal out of this, but sometimes not only is it important to see what God has in the Bible, it's important to see what he did not say as well. And this is one of those cases, okay? God's rest is finished and nothing, not one more thing comes after that. He didn't, at the conclusion of his day of rest, there was the evening and the morning of the seventh day. No. It's not in the Bible. It's not in his word, not in the Greek, not in the Hebrew, not in anything. Nothing comes after his day of rest. Com- 
creation has been completed. Amen? Now, regardless, like everything in the Old Testament, this day of rest has a purpose. And that purpose is to point us towards Jesus. Hallelujah. It's a shadow of something far better, far more important. And to understand what it might be, let's look through some scriptures in the Old Testament to see how this concept is being used. First, we'll go look at Genesis chapter 3 in verse 17 to 19. And unto Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree, which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it, Cursed is the ground for your sake. In sorrow you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles shall it bring forth to you, and you shall eat the herbs of the field. In the sweat of your face shall you eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, from dust you are, and unto dust you shall return. Adam was put in the garden to tend to the garden. But when he sinned, that term work, took on a totally different meaning, a totally different nature. Sorrow and sweat became his lot in life. Think of how Israel was in slavery back in Egypt, but God set them free. And you can read about it in Exodus chapter 5, verses 1 through 9. It says, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who's the Lord? Now that, that word Lord, thus saith the Lord, God of Israel, saying Jehovah, God, Yahweh, God of Israel. Pharaoh said, Who's Yahweh? That I should obey his voice to let Israel go. I don't know this Yahweh, and I won't let Israel go. Remember, Pharaoh's considered the God of gods in Egyptian culture. Had all these other gods, but Pharaoh was the god of Egypt, right? And he goes, who's this Yahweh God? I've never heard of Yahweh God. I'm not going to care one iota about this God of the, the Israelites, the God of the Hebrews. Never heard of him. Don't care who he is. And I'm not letting you go. And then they said in verse 3, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us go. We beg you three days journey out into the desert and sacrifice unto Yahweh our God, lest he falls upon us with pestilence or with the sword. And Pharaoh, king of Egypt, said to them, What are you doing, Moses and Aaron, letting the people off from their work? Go to your burdens. And then Pharaoh commanded his people. He said, Behold, the people of the land now are many. Kind of like the situation in Hong Kong right now with China, you know, trying to interfere and the people are rising up. They had to do something. He says, the land of this people are now many and you are making them rest from their work. And Pharaoh commanded the same day to the taskmasters of the people and all their officers saying, you shall no longer give the people straw to make brick up to now as you have up to now. Let them go and gather straw for themselves and the the tail of the bricks or the, the quantity of the bricks which they made before, you shall continue to lay upon them. You shall not diminish anything of it. For they're idle. They're too idle now. That's why they're crying out and saying, let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let more work be put upon them, men, that they may work in it. Let them not regard these vain words. Now, later, 
God established the Sabbath day as part of the Mosaic law. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Uh, he said in uh, verse 9, I believe it is, and I think this is in Exodus 20. It says, you shall do labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall not do any work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your manservant, nor your maidservant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger that is living within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth and all that in them is. And he rested the seventh day, whereof the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Now, the Sabbath day, the Sabbath day is tied to the day God rested and celebrates basically the freedom gained when the Israelites left Egypt, okay? In Deuteronomy 5, uh, chapter 5, verse 15, it says, And remember that you were a servant in the land of Egypt. You were a slave in the land of Egypt. And that the Lord your God brought you out of there through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Basically, keep it as a day of rest, just to observe and worship God. That's what it's for. We've lost that in this culture. We've lost that, especially in, in America and the Western nations. It's become a day to watch football, a day to go shopping, a day to do all the little tidying up, you know, honeydew list of things that has to be done and because you're too busy during the week and you know, Saturday is all the youth sports programs and things like that. So Sunday is the day where you get to catch up on everything. And when you say you rested, it just means, I'm so tired, I have to rest. That's not the original intent of the day of rest, okay? And we'll get into more of that here in a minute. But not only that, the Sabbath day served as a sign proving that God had made a covenant with the people of Israel. In Exodus chapter 31, verses 13 to 17, it says, Speak also to the children of Israel, telling them, Truly my Sabbath you shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know I am the Lord that does sanctify you. There's that word sanctify again. Verse 14, you shall keep the Sabbath, therefore. It's holy to you. Everyone that defiles it shall surely be put to death. There is the penalty for violating the Sabbath day. For whosoever does any work in it, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Why is that? Why was it so important? God said, if any person is working on the Sabbath day, you'll cut them off from among your people. Because it means they were dishonoring God. They were willfully disobeying his commands. They were not listening to his instructions nor his commandments. Therefore, they were dishonoring him. They were, they were minimalizing his influence in society. I can remember a time in the United States when I was younger that there wasn't anything open on Sundays. You know, you had the hospitals, the police, fire, you know, emergency services were working. Typically, almost every gas station was closed. I think the grocery store opened at 12 noon once church let out. They were open at like 12 to 6. But convenience stores? No. Drug stores? No. Gas stations? No. 
everything was shut down because they were honoring the Sabbath day. They were giving people a chance to attend church services. They were giving people a chance to worship the Lord their God. They were giving people a chance to rest from their labors. But greed took over. The love of money superseded the love of God. Suddenly, convenience stores were staying open. Grocery stores, instead of opening at 12 noon or 1 o'clock in the afternoon, kept regular hours. Malls opened, and they wanted people to come in on Sundays. All these things happened. There was no alcohol sold in the United States on Sunday. And they were called the Blue Laws. There was no alcoholic beverages sold at all on Sundays, even when convenience stores did open. No. No alcohol. They would have them covered up. The beer cases would be covered up or locked. There was no alcohol sold. Now liquor stores are open on Sundays. We have defiled the Sabbath day, especially in this nation. And we see whoever, every one of you that defiles it shall be put to death. Is there any wonder why our society is going to hell in a handbasket today? Is there any wonder why immorality rules the halls of Congress and floods this nation with their immoral lifestyles called normal? Is there any, is there any wonder why God's judgment is coming to America? And the only reason this nation has not been destroyed right now is because of his grace and his mercy and the people who are praying. You can look at all these different, there's like 16 different football games taking place on Sunday, between Sunday and Monday. 32 teams, right? 15, 16 games, probably 12 of them anyway, 12, 13 being played on Sunday. You got one on Monday and one on Thursday. Between all of those 15 games, let's say, being played on Sunday with 50, 60,000 people in attendance at every game, right? You're talking half a million people or more every Sunday that take the time to not just watch a three-hour football game in person at the stadium, millions and millions more watching on television, but at least, what, 750,000 people are taking the time to actually sit down. That'd be more than that, probably close to, probably close to a million people are taking the time to travel to the football stadium, sit in sometimes adverse weather conditions to watch a game. That's not even counting the drive time. That's not even counting the tailgate time. That's not even counting all the alcohol that's consumed at the game. All the, the worship of people as idols of football games. But yet when you drive down the street, you see church parking lots empty or just a few cars there. You go inside and these, in, in not every situation, but in 90% of the situations, these churches are not even half full. They're like a third full. 
Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash mybiblestudypodcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash mybiblestudypodcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.